0: Welcome to Pure Russell Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And
1: we're on episode 100.
0: What? What? Let's do this.
1: And that's Whoa. the way that you start alive. That's right. Hey, you know what? This did get everywhere. But it didn't get everywhere.
0: Oh, it got everywhere. I told him ahead of time, like, the cleanup on this is not going to be fun. But, hey, we did it anyway. So it, it's you only live once, right?
1: All right. Now, are people watching? That's my concern right now. So uh,
0: I, I'm sure people are.
1: Well, because I see our little counter there, and it tells us zero. Zero? See up there on the screen? So if you're watching in the chat, give us a thumbs up. Let us know can that you you, you, you can hear Ooh-hoo. us and see us. So if yeah, gives two thumbs up if you hear us or see us. So so quick, ship quick, said hello, hello. But I don't know if that's to people in the comments.
0: All right, there we go. It uploaded. It just took a little bit of time. Yeah. So there we go. I told uh, you there's a little bit of delay. Technology, man. You can't live with it. You can't live without it. Uh, but anyways, we're super excited. Episode 100. Episode. Hey, but we need to rewind a little bit. So those of you listening on the podcast,
1: you just heard two random pops. And you're like, what was that? So we had confetti cannons that I get why Mike was, you know, and this confetti cannon, like if you look at the colors, this is like colorful. Last time we had like graduation confetti cannons. Yeah,
0: this is better though, because the last one, it was like pieces of glitter, which got everywhere. Didn't it get that like is into true. your car, You're right. like your seat of your car. and
1: It, it did. So I still have job. stuff in my good car. So, one. hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate you. So this is our first live and we're trying to, you know, we're trying to, trying to figure out how this goes. We're going to make this an update episode. Is that what we're doing?
0: Yeah. So we're going to do it like our typical um, every other Wednesday update episode, which, as you all know, is the best episode that drops every other Wednesday. <laughs> Just like this right here, Pure Russell Podcast is the best reselling podcast on this YouTube channel at this time. So we're so thankful that you guys have joined us uh, here with us. So at any time, if you guys have questions or comments, anything you want to say, uh, go ahead and put it into the comment box and we would love to uh, be able to interact with you guys a little bit, so that would be awesome. Uh, but anyways, Orlando, how have things been? Good, but you know, let's talk about real quick, the beginnings. Right. Where did we first start are doing good the, origin stories? Or,
1: quick origin story. Yeah. So it was at a, it was at a Starbucks.
0: It was at a Starbucks. Yeah. We were
1: we are at a table.
0: Yeah. We had actually talked about it a few like a little bit like ahead of time like you know ideas things like that. We are like we need to have a sit down. So like our business meeting, which you know honestly having a business meeting at like a Starbucks or a coffee shop isn't that unusual nowadays. Right? Well, the like, smoky man in
1: the corner didn't help. Yeah. Well, that's for a conspiracy episode though. Yeah. Okay. He was
0: watching us. They were watching us from the very beginning. Which, uh, if I if I'm correct, I think our conspiracy episode is next time, right? I think our our next one. It time. is. It is.
1: So somebody said, I, MK Frog Treasure said that they're here for the conspiracy episodes. Mm-hmm. Check that out. We may have a special guest on that one. Yeah. A whistleblower, maybe.
0: Yeah, and we will protect. All whistleblowers. For correct.
1: Sure. Correct. We'll, we'll see how this goes. So, hey, by the way, so if you're wondering how this works, right? Right now, Mike and I are feeling like we're just recording a podcast, but we have all you awesome people in the chat, and we yeah. appreciate all of you. So, we're gonna be doing the podcast, but we'll take questions. So, if you have questions or something you want to know, drop it, and then uh we will answer them as we go along. So,
0: yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, so going back to origin. So, yeah, we, okay. we met Sorry. at we met no good. We met at a Starbucks, and. Uh, you know, first time we, we ever met. Yeah. Well, we no. didn't meet at a Starbucks, <laughs> I guess no you say. No. But but our, our first business meeting was at a at a Starbucks, and we kind of talked about what, what our idea was. And and to start with, you know, many of you guys have been following us for a long time. So you've kind of heard some of it, but we, we had no idea whether anybody would listen or what it was gonna be like. But we're like, hey, this will be fun. Let's do it over the summer. It was like summertime, and it's like I'm off for the summer, let's try this, we'll see how it goes. And here we are now a year and a half later, and you're doing this full time. I'm doing it way more intensely than I thought I'd be yep. reselling, and my wife is now staying home because of it, and she's basically a full-time reseller. So it's pretty amazing how much our life has changed.
1: No, uh, that is, and, and here's the thing: it, it's so funny because we're kind of like, uh, let's do YouTube, but let's be different. Let's do the podcast, right? Yeah. And then we have we've mentioned this in the podcast before, but we had these two underground, not three underground. Was it three underground episodes? Yeah that didn't do we have those in the archives
0: no it was so bad like see doing video and audio together it's a little bit like it's different right things didn't match up right and we recorded the audio and for whatever reason the system i was using the audio sounded terrible i tried to fix some of it and so we we re-recorded those first three episodes and like it it was crazy because i had somebody ask me like did you guys really come up with real relevant reselling like organically during the podcast and the truth was during our very first podcast we did like it just kind of came up well i have to admit
1: it was in the back of my mind i was just waiting for the time to drop it
0: i see (laughs) so it worked
1: hey real quick i want to look at the comments real quick let's take a look while we're uh getting into the podcast somebody said that this is the intersection on the venn diagram of bearded men and resellers and it's significant I I i like that so uh let's see who else hey thank you so much modern man treasure for comments uh Oh hey, what's going on, seismic sales? Uh, seismic sales. Sorry, you're from San Francisco. I should know that, right? But uh, I said, hey, love. Hey, San Francisco. Hey, that's where I grew up. I appreciate that. Thank you, Cynthia Johnson from Tampa. Uh, land pickers, what's going on? Uh <laughs> oh, pure hustle gate. <laughs> yeah. Well, there may be a hustle gate. I don't know. It depends. It's live. So whatever we say, this is not like IG story that it'll disappear in 24 hours. We're actually going to upload this.
0: Yeah, it's 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 currently uploaded as we speak. So That's whatever metaphoria.
1: whatever goes down, goes down. Hey, thank you, Mary, for the congrats. Sacramento in the house, what's going on? We got people from Connecticut. Hey, by the way, all of you in England and the UK, like, sorry, you guys that we schedule at this time. We're gonna make it UK friendly next
0: time. Will we? But then we would it will. be would it be stateside friendly?
1: It's gonna be UK friendly. You got some uh do I, I got some, some stuff on your
0: face. I'm working on it?
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. All right. So, hey, while we're doing this, let us know if you have any questions or comments. Hopefully, we don't lose your attention because, you know, I know on the podcast, you can always, like, you know, fast forward us or, like, College Picker puts us on 1.5 times speed when I have to, you know. So, I, I get it. Or you can put us on, t- t- somebody said <laughs> his eyebrow, LOL. Yes. these eyebrows. I was called, you know, I was called carpet brows in high school.
0: Uh, I was just unibrow. But in junior high, I started tweezing, so. <laughs> I fixed what are that. the odds that we both have big eyebrows? Hey, it's a thing, man. Man. It, it's the intersection of reselling podcasters, <laughs> you know, that Venn diagram. There you go. But, there you go. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, so what else we got here? <laughs> What's been going <laughs> right. on, Orlando?
1: So, hey, so it's been insanely busy. I will say eBay has been, somebody said off the rails on, on the comments. And I'm not sure if you meant off the rails, like off the rails, like it's bad, like it's a wreck or off the rails, like sales are popping so I'm wondering, so let us know what what you guys think in the comments. Is it off the rails good or off the rails bad? But uh, I haven't touched eBay like I have. Today was the first time I listed something in two weeks, but I'm just getting consistent sales, which has Mm. been it's been kind of crazy because if you think about it. Right. And we'll talk about some conspiracy episode. Supposedly to consistently get sales, you're supposed to be consistently list. But I'm not sure that applies on Q4. Are you getting some of that?
0: Well, I mean, when we talk about the algorithm i think some people have legitimate like points when they make that the algorithm is part of it right like the idea of listing frequently is going to i believe ebay is going to push your stuff a little bit more however if you've got unique things if somebody's looking for a 1963 something another spoon and there's only two of them on eBay, it doesn't matter whether you've listed in the last month or not, they're gonna find it, right? So part of it is, what are the items that you have? Are people searching for it? Is it a saturated market? Now, if your only niche, I think, is in a very saturated market, Mm -hmm. then it's a little bit different, right? So if if there are thousands of those items listed, then maybe eBay is going to give a little bit of preference to the sellers who are the most active, the ones that are going to be bringing them the most money in the long run. But uh, I I would say you've got to be careful to think that you have to be pushing these right buttons and doing these right things in order to get sales because if you've got the right stuff listed, you're going to be making those sales.
1: Okay. No, I get it. I think part of it is it doesn't matter because if people want something, right, and it's unique and they can't get anywhere else, they're going to go after it. So right. We just got our first super chat Whoa! ever in the History of Pures of podcast. Whoa! So thank you, Melissa. Oh, she said, how have you been? Oh, they have a question too. So hey, we would answer the question either way, but we appreciate the five dollars. Yes. So th- thank you so much. All right. So Melissa, who has been a longtime listener and a follower, says, How have you benefited from having a reseller permanent business license besides the tax benefits? Five dollars for the upcoming mixed production. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, hey, you know what? Never you never know. We may be dropping this on iTunes. We're waiting still. We want to get at least a thousand views on YouTube.
0: Right yeah, here. yeah. Get a little bit more uh promoted and show some interest there. Um, but that's good. I think asking the question of having the reseller. So of, co- of course, there's the tax benefit, which that in itself is really good. Part of it, too, is just it's it's really required. You're supposed to have it. Um, it's going to make it a little bit easier to deal with, you know, your taxes and those types of things. Uh, but there are certain places that you can only shop if you've got a reseller license, right? Like if you have a reseller license, it's going to open up doors to making connections with wholesalers. Certain wholesalers won't even talk to you. I remember I used to like, want to get into like having my own website where I would sell, like, I don't know, paintball stuff or magic, the gathering cards or whatever it is, but you can't even find out what the prices wholesalers are selling stuff for unless you have that reseller permit. So I would say that is probably one thing. Do you have anything else? No, I
1: agree. I mean, I just want to reinforce the idea that you should use tax exemption every opportunity you can. The only places that hurt you is places that don't like resellers. So you'll eventually figure out what those places are. The other one is for instance, I was able to on Amazon get ungated because I was able to make connections with wholesalers, get invoices, but they, they required a seller's permit. And reseller permit, as not a reseller, it's called a seller's permit in California, it's absolutely free. You just signed up. Now, it's never free because you obviously got to pay the government the sales taxes <laughs> come January. The controller will send you an email and tell you you must pay. And it's kind of an honor, honor system. You know what I mean? A lot of people ask us questions. I know in California, the moment you sell anything, even if it's on Craigslist, they want you to have a seller's permit. So the benefit... I would say definitely outweighs the negatives, especially if you're looking to scale. I mean, a lot of people say, "Hey, if you make under 20k, you don't have to report," blah, blah blah. But here's the thing: in time, there may be systems that they'll be able to catch up to that. So mm-hmm. for me, it's you know, you better it's better to err on the right than to err on the wrong. And so, my encouragement is: sellers permit
0: opens doors, like Mike said, and it's definitely an advantage. All right, I got another question. I'm going to put up on the screen here. Okay. Uh, so this one says curious why you guys avoid shipping direct international the value of uh, global shipping program and its protection is definitely there Uh, but it's also very expensive for buyers since adding direct my sales have soared Uh, so what are your thoughts on that so here's my thoughts
1: so i know i know jake carlson i don't know if you're you're in the chat but i know he's giving me a little bit of uh, you know he's questioning me and go hey Rolando, why aren't you doing this and number one i am stubborn i'll admit that okay i'm real about that but the other part is I like sleeping knowing that the items that I sold global are gonna arrive. And no matter what happens, I'm not gonna get any negative feedback. And you know, if it gets damaged, I'm still okay. No matter what, I'm okay. And pretty much all my sales that go global are usually my higher end sales. I've I rarely have I have some shirts that go to Canada, some Harley shirts or you know, some clothing, but pretty much every single item I have has been over a hundred dollars. So Give you an example. This past week, I had that 49 er jacket I posted uh, on the Insta today. That went global. Okay. I had other higher end uh, clothing items. I'm trying to remember right now, but I've had shoes that have gone global. And, you know, with GSP, it gives you that super extra layer. Right. And so that's, a, that's the main reason for me. I like, and usually the people that go global you know, you get a lot of people say, hey, we don't want to pay it costs too much. I'm never a fan of buyers that complain about paying too much. For me, it's like, hey, if you aren't willing to pay up what I ask, then, I, you know, I probably don't want to sell to you because to me, to you, it's not that valuable. I know that's not that harsh.
0: Um, I, You know, I don't know if it's harsh. Um, Oh, we got looks like another super chat here.
1: Another super chat.
0: Oh, whoa. OK, I didn't see that one. What but- will PHP do international first class? Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of going along the same yeah. thing we're talking about Oh, that's here. John. I just talked about <laughs> you,
1: John. I just mentioned you.
0: Um, but yeah, so I think too, and, and again, because I don't do it, I can't speak with a lot of authority here. Um, I, I do think there probably is a huge benefit. I, I know that a lot of people, when they're trying to buy something GSP, they complain about the shipping price. Cause I do think it is more than probably you could get international if you do it yourself. Um, part of it is the convenience now for, at least for us as the seller depending on how you're shipping international, you might have to deal with like customs forms. And I know that certain uh, providers will take care of that for you. Uh, but part of the nice thing is just the ship it to Kentucky. Uh, it's very cheap, especially if you're shipping a big item, if you're shipping to Kentucky, because it's going to a business, the mm-hmm. freight, the shipping is cheaper because it's, they've got like a loading dock there in Kentucky. And I don't know if you've ever used FedEx or UPS in that way, but there's a significant price reduction for you as the seller when you're shipping to a business like that. So, Yes, you're probably losing some sales because it might not be as cheap for the customer, but the convenience I think is one of the beneficial things. Well,
1: and I'll there. give you another example. I sold a train. No surprise there, because that's all I've been talking about probably the last twenty episodes. But it was a hundred fifty dollar piece that went to Germany, and I sent it. And here's the thing: it's a one of a kind, right? So if it were to get damaged or whatever reason the buyer didn't like it, and they wanted to return it. I I'm out the piece, no matter what. Right, Once it's broken, it's broken. But with GSP, it doesn't matter. Once it gets to Kentucky and all I had to do was put in a medium flat rate box ship it to Kentucky and I'm done. So for me, it's just the ease and convenience. Again, I, I'm not opposed to it. if you want to do it, I would definitely do it. I 100% believe I am losing out on sales. I really am. Yeah. I, I believe that. So all right so somebody said i'm 100 gsp thank you mk frog <laughs> appreciate that we're not trying to polarize anybody we're not trying to build different camps here but uh okay let's see here somebody said um for items under eight ounces i charge flight Okay, international i get that no i get that pirate ship yeah somebody had mentioned pirate ships the, the simple export rate that is something maybe that might change my mind i just need to get on that train so no no pun intended i just <laughs> mentioned
0: trains like a little bit ago
1: so all right. Hey, if you have any more questions, let us know. So what were we like? You were asking me about.
0: Uh, yeah. So since it's oh. kind of like an update episode. So like, eBay's what's been good.
1: App? Amazon has been crazy. Today is actually my lowest day, which is kind of scary because it should be ramping up. But here's my thoughts. The tidal wave to me, and I could be wrong, hits on the 10th of December. That's mm-hmm. when things just, I looked at my numbers last year and I made more from December 10th through December 20th than I made probably three, four months of Amazon combined. Wow right? In 10 days. Wow. Because I think people just, you know, they're like, hey, I need this gift. I need this last minute gift. And they're just looking. They want that prime. And so they're willing to go after it, even though here's the interesting thing. I have an item right now that I've been selling like crazy that you could get for half the price at a retailer. Huh. But they're willing to go to Amazon.
0: Yeah. It's that ease and convenience.
1: Right. And so it's it's been really nice. So to me, it's I, I think this these next 10 days, we'll talk about this in a little bit. Will probably be the biggest 10 days we've had. And, you know, hopefully I'm right. Biggest 10 days we've had in the last few years. Amazon or eBay. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's
0: been pretty good for me. I've sold a few things um, that you could tell as gifts. In fact, I had one. You know how normally you get that drop shipper who says, like, please, this is, you know, a gift or whatever. And they ask you to, like, ship it a certain way without this and that. I had one that I, I actually genuinely think is not a drop shipper, but they just wanted it, like, gift wrapped. Because of the way, like, the message was written. And... I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but the person bought some speakers. Um, they they asked like, "Hey, could you please like send this as a gift?" And it was like, I mean, I could see that if you're like last minute, like I, I I'm not gonna have time to get this to somebody, so uh, I haven't decided yet whether or not I'm gonna gift wrap it or if I'm gonna just eBay tape the heck out of a box and send it and say like, "Well, you know, like this is how don't you're gonna get your tape gift." do eBay
1: tape the heck out of every box.
0: You do you eBay, take, <laughs> eBay <laughs> no, tape no my Amazon. Amazon boxes. But here's the deal:
1: if you're sending in about two thousand dollars worth of merchandise. You want to make sure it gets there to me it's totally I wonder,
0: worth it. I, we should have like an amazon i mean i don't do amazon so i don't want to do an amazon conspiracy episode but i wonder what they think at the fulfillment center when they get your box and it's just ebay they're probably like scanning it and they're like yeah put this person lower in on that i'm not on the, the, the only one that does that so
1: all right hey somebody has suggested a live show every sunday oh i
0: don't
1: know i don't know we'll something, see. something to think about so we love it. Hey, by the way, I want to shout out real quick. I know we got to mention them in every episode. They laugh about this. I was over at their house last week. Hugo and Tiffany, so quick, ship quick. Thanks for being our moderators. You know, so hopefully, you know, not, you haven't had to block or delete anything on there. So, but we really appreciate you guys. Thanks for being on there and, and you know, being the muscle. Yeah. Literally. And on the chat. Literally. Literally. They are muscle. Like yeah. they're, they're the trainers, you know, You're, you guys are fitness gurus. Gurus. So, all right. Hey, uh, let's take a look at what's in the chat real quick. Hey, thank you, Ken Dago for joining us. Mara Tech 7, appreciate you. Hey, Big Drift. Uh, oh, you changed your name. Is that because of me? Allison, did you change your name because of me? I just want to know. Let, let me know in the comments. So, is it because I fumbled it too many times? So, she said, the only time I have damage done to my international items twice, it was caused by the GSP up in Kentucky. I'm Team Pirate Ship all the way. Damn, that is hilarious. Okay, you know what? Maybe I'll yeah, think about it. That's good.
0: Cool. Well, are you interested in what I've been up to? Oh yeah. Hey, what's going on? All right. So, um anyways, I did a little bit of sourcing, which I'll talk about a little bit when we get to like bolos and stuff. Uh, but what I've kind of been doing on my my free time, and and I don't know how beneficial this actually is, but it really doesn't take a lot of time. I found a website called um, Remove.bg, and it removes backgrounds okay. off of pictures. So I've been screenshotting the very first picture of every item. And I'm taking a little bit of time, but I go through and I just upload that image, that screenshot, to this remove.bg, and it it is so fast, like it does almost a flawless job removing background. Just add a white background to it, and then I put that up as the first picture. And so my store is starting to look prettier and prettier. And at least the very first picture, because even if you take pictures in 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 a in a white box, a light yeah, box, yeah. it's not perfect, right? Like there's still it, it doesn't look like professional. Cut out, right it looks like it's it's done in a white with a white background where is that beta
1: just wondering
0: hey even without the beta man i'm telling you remove.bg it's really fast I'm not just... a sponsor uh but you know it's we'll see December. that might help
1: that's the only reason i'm saying that so maybe... i
0: think some people have the beta okay well we're not that important yet but yeah well oh. but but honestly <laughs> i'm glad that's
1: been working though
0: yeah i mean it's i'm going through my store and doing that so i think uh, oh we saw another we got another uh
1: Super, Super chat, chat. from Super Ken Daigle. Thank you so much. Two dollars said 2020 is almost here. I am, yeah. not, I am not ready for 2020. I, I wish Q4 would go another three weeks. Well, it is going to go another three weeks. <laughs> but I wish the momentum would go for another... it. It's going to be sad. Like when things die down, I get sad.
0: Yeah, I, I remember the, I like, remember our, our kind of like New Year's resolution as it were. And I know a lot of people are against it. we talked about that in our beginning uh, of our 2019 uh, but my word of the year was, was discipline. And I feel like, you know, kind of having that kind of looking forward to the year of like, okay, what is it going to look like this year and new years, no matter what you think about resolutions and how they can kind of fall off and stuff, but it is a good time. It's kind of like a milestone for people to, to say, what are the things I want to change? What are the things I want to do better and kind of vision cast? It's a good vision casting time. So um, yeah, I think, I think it's exciting for a new year because you, then you could put Q4 behind you and figure out what do I need to do to level up my, uh, my reselling for 2020 which is like probably the coolest sounding year ever 2020 i I think so i mean it's pretty sweet like if you're a class 2020 like 2020 perfect vision you
1: know like say yeah class of 97 just doesn't flow (laughs) class of 97 so that's how old i am all right somebody said the beta went with the ex president you know that's what i was thinking Mm -hmm. that Devin took the secret plans and just left with the beta that's part of our conspiracy episode actually we have
0: I think we need to have a hashtag uh, for the conspiracy episode that is hashtag devin didn't fire himself <laughs> why so why couldn't it just been bring back devin no come on are you not involved in in like current events? no at all? I'm not am i missing something? Sorry, yeah. I've been
1: I've been in Amazon Q four land. All I've been doing is sourcing boxes, sourcing boxes. Those of you who follow us on Instagram, you know that. That's all I've been doing for like days on end.
0: Hopefully, somebody gets the hashtag Devin didn't fire himself. Okay. Little meme we got going there.
1: Hey, somebody said we're young because they're from class of ninety four. Well, Miss Anona or Anonymous, I hear you. Hey, Big Drift, thank you for confirming that you changed your name just for me. So, I, I think I think I think we I think we owe her a shirt. We'll, we'll we'll talk behind the scenes oh and a dollar 99 super chat from yeah. allison big underscore drift
0: Ooh. she said orlando's Ooh. trim that beard <laughs> yeah i i look here's the thing i'm I, I don't even think it's the length so much is the issue and, and i haven't talked to you about this so i hope i'm not, not offending you okay but like i think you should if you're gonna do it go full beard not go. just do full beard
1: Oh, it would look so good. Yeah, Cause I'm a bigger dude, full beard. Like, okay, but yeah, you can know.
0: you can keep it trimmed. You can keep you know you can keep it neat down the down the sides. I don't know. I know? do I do look a little Marxian. Let like, let us let us know if you guys way. agree. A full beard for Lando. Give it a shot. No shave twenty. No, this is
1: my this is my wilderness beard. This is kind of like I'm going through life. I'm still trying to figure things out, even at forty beard, and eventually I'll figure it out. Your beard is getting out of control, man, and you like struck it a lot. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Hey that's this coming i mean I, I'm thinking people about see it. it you know okay hey you know what it is what it is full wizard status thank you upstate picker i appreciate that yeah see there my Mike knows <laughs> hey i'm just trying to follow mike so braid it yeah i don't know i did braid my my goatee don't back do in the day don't i did, do that. <laughs> I did don't that. Do that i think i was 21 i had my 64 impala you know th- those are different days so anyways not doing that <laughs> all right okay so Hey, the other, let's cut some random stories here for a little bit. Okay.
0: So so you go first. I don't have like any great random stories this time around. Um, It's been raining a lot here in Southern California, uh, which is really a bummer because I love to go to garage sales. And I just this year I decided and I saw a few other people have said either in our YouTube comments or on our Instagram that they're kind of the same way. I'm just not buying into the or at least it's not my style this year to do the crazy retail arbitrage. I'm just not doing it. I want to keep doing the type of treasure hunting I'm doing. Uh, so because it was raining and I couldn't go to garage sales, I decided I was going to hit up thrift stores and I wanted to have extra family time. So instead of going like really far and hitting up a bunch of thrift stores, I just did the one local one. Like, There's only one within like 20 minutes of us. And I went there and man, I cleaned it out. Like I got like I left with bags and it was raining. So I'm like holding my umbrella and all these heavy bags. That's like, the only
1: one local to me, too.
0: Good yep. for you. Yep. So if you want to go there, I cleaned it up. I cleaned it up. Somebody said
1: I need to start writing a Harley. You know, I have thought about that. I'm not sure though. I do have plenty of Harley gear though. That's for sure. Yeah. You'd be good to go. I, I'm good, good to go. go. I have, I have a full wardrobe of Harley stuff. So, uh, all right. Hey, so, so I get no, and you know what I have? I did think about it. I had a moment this past week where I thought, what if I just didn't do any FBA and I just cranked it on eBay? I don't know. You know, I wonder what would happen. Now, I will get ex- that experience. And I would say after the 12th, because I'm really going to hit eBay hard and try to up those sales and see what happens in, you know, those last few days before Christmas. Because I have, I tried to do that last year and I ended up doing more Amazon still, which I still might do. But I don't know. I, I want to test that theory out because. Remember, January, things are going to do really well, too, especially used clothing begins to go up in January, February. And to me, March is kind of that sweet spot for used clothing. Yeah, I so,
0: agree. Hey, real quick, um, just to ask you guys. So um, I know my audio on my end is good for when I upload it to the podcast because I adjust levels and stuff. But how how is the audio for you? Just let us know really quick. Are we too quiet? Are we too loud? Let, let me know so I can adjust it so we don't go the rest of the episode blowing your ears out or where you're like. You know trying to listen really hard so if, if you've got a complaint uh comment or concern go ahead and put it in the uh in the in the comment box uh which is not the trash can this time <laughs>
1: hey appreciate all 61 of you that were watching us we're down to 57 but to- we totally get it people are busy and we're on a sunday live like sunday lives are tough right sunday is pretty to me it's a, sunday is a busy day so we appreciate you taking the time to jump on the live so if people are telling us they can hear it, it's just fine. Good, good. There's this Heather person that keeps hard-eyeing you. Heart eyeing you. Hey, I don't know who I that say? is. Who, who is that? <laughs> anyway, just throwing it out there. So, hey, appreciate your Love support. You appreciate your support, Heather. All right. Hey, uh, okay. Random. You shared your random stories, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't of? a great one, you know, but, you know, just going out in the rain, hitting up the, a thrift store, spending some time in there and and having a good time and and it was nice too because there's some christmas music playing i'm filling up a cart with stuff and it's nice to be able to do like to feel like you're doing the christmas shopping but like know that it's like i'm making money right like i get the 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 fix of i need to put stuff in a cart and and buy it but i'm actually at the same time making money so it's a pretty good feeling Uh,
1: it makes me kind of sad i have no christmas tree i have no christmas decorations i have nothing
0: Hmm. neither do i my dog oh okay two years in a row actually this is the third year last year we didn't do one but the year before my dog knocked over our christmas tree and broke most of my wife's spode or- ornaments and they're like Ooh. super expensive collectible she's been like every year she gets a new one for that year and like so we've been trying to slowly buy them on ebay uh so we we're like no more christmas trees and then we decided, said okay we're gonna do like a small one because we're in the fifth wheel and first day of putting it up dog knocks it over breaks it no christmas tree for us
1: so that's a bolo for you out there spode for mike
0: yeah spode. just dm
1: mike if you have any spode or i feel terrible yeah. i had somebody else i felt really bad somebody had i had uh these uh, peanuts uh i forget uh polonaise ornaments and i had them up and it was a set of three and somebody said that they needed a new lucy because their tree fell and the lucy broke they wanted me to split it and i said no mm. And then it all sold the next day <laughs> it Had the complete set and it actually paid for more than the garage. sale. so, Hey, thanks for covering us. You and Tiffany uh, looking fly wearing all my swag at it. Yes. I, I got to say that is the best line in the reseller rap. Thank you. It, Thank seriously. You. Like came out of nowhere. You have to understand. So Mike recorded that first part and then he sent it to me. Cause I'm like, ah, I wonder how this is going to fly. I put it in my car. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> Right, it's it's the even though I've been friend with Mike, friends with Mike for years, there's always new stuff I learn about Mike. Always, so
0: I learn new stuff about you too. That is true. <laughs> that is true. And we learn lots of new stuff about our listeners. So thank you very much.
1: I appreciate it. any last minute bolos from Orlando. Yeah, we're gonna talk about bolos, yeah, and we'll to bolos. we got some bolos. Hey, by the way, I really am thankful. I mean, the fact that we have, we're gonna by the end of this pod, podcast or this live stream, we're gonna have about a hundred people that watch this. The fact that we only have like twenty six hundred subscribers. It's pretty good, right? So really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. We didn't know how this is going to go. I got to tell you, this was nerve-wracking for me. Even though I've done IG Lives, I do Instagram stories every day, we've recorded a 100 podcasts, go on live, right? Because I may say something crazy, and there's no taking it back.
0: Well, we never edit, and and most people realize you say crazy stuff all the time anyway, so they just (laughs) expect it. It's all good.
1: What is new? That's my life. All right. (laughs) So hey, so here's my other story. Target is my bay. Target. I saw that on your uh, on the Insta stories. Huh? Target has been so good to me. I, I can't even explain. Like I'm catching feelings
0: because this is different from last year. Last year, Target was like basically the retail store that should not be named. I mean, we did some recording in there, and the whole time we're like, "This is." You were like, "I, I depend on Target, and if they they're gonna put my picture up on the wall, and I'm never gonna be allowed in here again." Well, that's the thing.
1: I, I'm so because last year, right, there was a big controversy about, you know, Target and they had that. what Was it no reseller, no resellers mm-hmm. or no something like that. Right. And they're supposed to be this. I think that memo, I honestly believe that a memo was doctored. I don't. That's conspiracy. But I don't. I've asked so many people. I know people that work in Target and they've never seen anything like that. So I'm you not. You mean sh- not everything on the Internet is real? True. Facts. Hmm. Hey, real quick, move on. I'm sorry, people like the hundred balloons. Yeah. So hey, appreciate that. Maybe the super chats will cover the cost shout, of the balloons. Sh- shout
0: out to Orlando. I uh, I told him it wasn't going to work in the video before we started because I was trying to get everything set up and and I was a little bit concerned about the uh, the uh, the way it would work with the lighting. But hey, it's working. So there you go. You were right. I was wrong.
1: Hey, and and Mike and Mike was good with the cannons. So you know I
0: appreciate you, Mike. Yeah. Thanks for. Yeah. He's gonna <laughs> clean it all up while I'm uploading yes. this to Anchor.
1: So so and these balloons you know that's a bolo if you want to get into the helium balloon business that's a bolo because those were that's that was kind of like a uh two two person
0: chili's meal hmm. is there is there uh okay two things that reminded me of one there might be like a a, a used what are they mylar balloons yes correct like th- that might be a market for you like just Find all your friends, Use because they can be refilled. I think I'm pretty sure. Maybe not, okay, all right. but some of them can be refilled. But anyways, and, and and maybe this isn't, you know, the right thing to talk about on, on this podcast, but I was driving the other day. I will have to put the picture up on Instagram if you find it appropriate. But I saw a sign <laughs> that like somebody hand wrote on. So it wasn't like a professionally done sign. And like one of the, the numbers was like crossed out and like rewrote it on there. But it was, we'll pay cash for diabetic strips, testing strips. Is that like, is that a market?
1: It is. It is. Yeah. No, they people make money on that.
0: You think it's you think it's not
1: legit because it's usually like in marker, like a three year old, right? But no, there is. There's people that buy them, flip them. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. So, okay. Going back to going back to Target, I love the comments on here. People talk about bolos. I got people talking about fingerlings, monopoly for millennials. I will say, I can't do it. Ooh. Ooh, he's holding out. But there's a there's something from the past. That's out there. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. That's only if you caught the live. We're going to delete it from the live. Oh, we that, can't, no, that, nope. It's up that, there. That's as it's much up as there. I want to share. All right. So here's the other thing I wanted to talk about here was, uh oh, Target. Okay. So somebody had mentioned they don't like people that clear the shelves. I think that was Ken. And I could see that. But here's the thing. I haven't experienced any of that. Like I've gone to stores and I'm like, hey, it said at the other store you had 21 of these do you have those? They're like, yeah, I'm back. And they asked me, you know, how many do you want? And I just flat out said, I want all of them. They're like, okay, just go to the back. Boom. Before. And yeah. I have IG stories from last year where they would go, you know, I can maybe only sell you six of these. We want to make right. sure, right. We want to make sure that all customers have access and there's actually signs in the store. I've noticed all the store, all those signs are gone. Like they were there. I want to say back in early November. And then this last you know, few days, I've been at Target pretty much every day. Those signs have been gone. And actually, the only time I've been limited in buying from Target has been online when I've been trying to get deals. So, for instance, if I try to get more than 10 of an item, they wouldn't let me. Hmm. But if I purchased them and checked out and then came back in, I'd, I'd be able to do them. So there's a tip. Hey, there's still stuff to source out there.
0: Yeah. Um, so, my wife just had a uh, a negative experience at Target. Not like a big deal, but one thing that i've noticed especially in this time of the year um they stock a lot more right but man they were i guess they were so bad like there were aisles full toy aisles she couldn't even get down and they wouldn't move stuff out of the way and it was like well i guess i'm not shopping today because she couldn't get to the thing oh, she was wow. trying to get So
1: kind of Ross feel.
0: yeah i mean it was intense like they were stocking and they would they would like she'd be looking at something and they push the cart in front of her and like start stocking stuff so you know like it's but it's that time of the year and everybody's got to give some grace and and you know, at the same time, we got to be thankful that they're stocking stuff. But one, one place that I really love, and we've talked about it a little bit too, and it's a decent place sometimes for, for doing some, some retail arbitrage, but man, I love Costco's model of, they do all of their stocking the night before. So like, there's like no stocking ever during the day, which is. Amazing. Yeah, I
1: get that. Cause when you go to Walmart, like, especially you have the big aisles and then next, you know, you can't get to places. Yep. So that, that's good. So the other thing I wanted to talk about too was I I know some of you caught this in the Instagram story. So if you haven't followed us on Instagram, we're on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok as of Podcast. Check out our cringy TikToks if you haven't had a chance. Yeah, they're so, cringe. So so yeah, they are cringe, but it's all good. It's all good except for
0: the ones I'm in. And those are fly. <laughs>
1: those are fly. Okay, Which my is computer cringe. is going crazy. It just
0: tried to open a Skype and what it are you shut down. I don't know what's going Why on. Are you all to, right, who's skyping during our uh, during our live over here? What's up with that?
1: <laughs> all right, so. What ended up happening is I go, I go to, I go to the target and you saw this in the Instagram story. The elevator was shut down. It's a two story target. The only way to, no, actually the elevator was working. The escalator was broken and you couldn't go up unless you went to the elevator. There was like a hundred people literally waiting and I'm just standing there and the manager looks at me, looks at my son and goes, Hey, come with me. I don't even say anything. Did you catch this in the Instagram stories? Mm -mm. So he takes me to the freight elevator in the back. Nice. So we're just chilling the back of Target, like with employees in the and we actually went to the bottom level first. Saw the basement full of, you know, inventory. And I go, and have worked at Target before, so it wasn't like, ooh, I wasn't like Disneyland behind the scenes, but it was. It still, it felt special. And thank you, whoever you are, that manager at the Target in Mission Valley, appreciate you.
0: Yeah,
1: shout and out my to son, the unknown manager. And my son enjoyed going on the freight elevator, so we take it to the third floor, and they're all good with it. And I'm telling you, every place I've gone to, like I've tried to return stuff that was damaged. Like I came home and like "Oh, this damage has been multiple quantity and they've accepted it. So, I'm not sure what's going on, but Target. Now, I will say Walmart has been terrible. Not, Not in the sense of the customer service, but their shipping. So Hugo knows what I'm talking about. I had one order of this Bolo. I ordered 10 of them and it's no longer a Bolo right now, but it's probably gonna be a really bad buy we'll see how things turn out i canceled it and walmart wasn't supposed to get it to me till the 10th of december which today is not the 10th right no. today's the 8th that's right it arrived because i was going to sell quick cook, ship cook's house it arrived at their house on the on the 5th
0: wait so you're upset that it arrived early
1: i'm upset that i canceled it mm. then i'm upset that it was supposed to arrive on the 10th but then it arrived earlier like at least on the tenth,
0: I could have had some lead time, you know what I mean, to figure out what to do. No, it just randomly showed up, right? Somebody, somebody put. I thought he escorted you out. I could, I could see that somebody like, you've got to leave, sir. You are, you're doing too much, uh, shopping. Speaking of Target, with that, um, one thing I, I, I don't have the exact numbers. I may have mentioned this on a previous podcast, but Target, like, far surpassed, at least from what I understand, almost every other retailer in their ability to grow during this year, it was like a 93% growth or something insane Mm -hmm. like that. And they had this, this motto during that. And, and I might be getting this wrong, but, um, it's something to the effect of, um, it was, uh, changing while performing or, or something to that effect. It was like, re remaking themselves while performing because it's like you you can't stop your business but if you notice a lot of targets have like changed the way they look and so i wonder if some of the changes they've made that have allowed them to grow has been kind of this less of a, a negative attitude attitude towards resellers and just let's make sure we have enough stuff stocked and if people want to come in and buy it all let them buy it and we'll get it stocked better so maybe they're they're getting inventory quicker they're they're not worried about selling out of stuff uh, which you know it's it's clearly helped whatever they're doing is helping
1: So this kind of our reseller topics in a little bit. Uh, So we're just going to be all over the place because we're on a live. But uh, so one of the articles that came out from the, is it the Motley Fool? Is that what it's called? Right. Right. And they had said that Target and Walmart are definitely competing with Amazon this Q4. And I'm seeing that happen. They said, especially Target with their drive up. Have you Mm. seen the drive up? And you you always hear, uh uh-uh, like these car sounds. That means people are pulling up and people are delivering. I think that's what it means. Maybe I'm thinking things, but... Basically, Target had its best online performance, I think, ever. And Walmart too. And they're growing. And so I can see that because I, I keep talking about Target, but things I'm sourcing, I'd be, you know, at one Target and I'd request to buy it because I know it's a hot item. And probably in 20 minutes, my items are ready and I show up and they're all there. It's been very few that I show up and, and Target stuff was not available. So
0: I don't know. I mean, <laughs> His Latin pickers make upset because it arrived. I wanted to say something, but I'm like, no, it come arrived on. Early. I'm upset that it Can showed you up. That it arrived before they said it would, I and had... it was cheaper than they said it would. This is unacceptable. I had to show up to Walmart with this coffin-sized
1: box full of this mega bolo that isn't a bolo. It's probably going to end up a huge loss for me, and I had to go. Yep, I'm returning all these. Okay, now, granted, I had to check my ego at the door, but you know, I, I don't like doing those kind of things. Right. And now I, Hugo and Tiffany have two huge boxes stranded somewhere in L.A. at their place that they're going to have to hold over until I show up and I figure out what I'm going to do with those. Yeah,
0: that's that's inconvenient for sure.
1: So, oh, show. All right. So anyways, uh, come on. Let's take a look. Is there any questions on there before we move on to our next topics?
0: Um, let's see. I don't see any specific questions. So yeah. If you guys have like a question, uh, let us know. Uh maybe maybe Hugo and Tiff over there. Uh, oh somebody said
1: NorCal game. meetup. Oh, I don't know about yeah. NorCal. We can do SoCal. Yeah. NorCal gets That's a drive. It gets tough, but we have had people. I'm I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe what it might just be me. Is that okay? Can we split up PHP for
0: a meetup? So you guys heard it here first. Orlando's looking to break off <laughs> from up your hustle my- podcast. And he wants to uh, do his own thing there in, in, in Northern California. No, so. I have family
1: and friends, so I'm I, chance of me being in NorCal are a lot higher than you being up there.
0: Correct? I can see that. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. We'll, we'll see if that happens. But we are planning a meetup. Don't know about Vermont meetup. Somebody said Vermont meetup. Now you guys can. I would love. Listen, if we're ever in Vermont, we'll do a meetup because that would be a monumental event. Because I I've, I really don't go to the East Coast much, so that would be awesome. Now. We want to do a SoCal meetup, probably do a March again, probably like last year.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure the exact time and date, but yeah, that was a ton of fun. Right. We did that. I think give us some ideas. Last time we did it at uh, Red Robin, we just kind of had, you know, dinner and hung out, which was a lot of fun. Um, I think it'd be fun. I don't know if it would work with a huge group, but like just to go do something crazy like bowling or something and just, you know, something that's kind of social it's fun it's not necessarily connected to reselling but allows resellers to get together and that was what was cool about our last meetup was we talked reselling to an extent like when you'd sit with somebody you could talk about reselling Mm -hmm. but it was amazing just how how just having something in common with somebody like that allowed you to talk about other things too right like your kids and your family what you're doing and all kinds of things that weren't necessarily reselling it wasn't like we stood up there and did like a lecture on reselling but it was that was definitely one of my highlights of the year
1: i think we'll do it now we always want to provide anything free, but I think if we do do something like that, we'll probably have to charge just to cover the cost because most of those places you got to pay up front, right? Because they want to make sure that they're still getting revenue, even though, you know, in case there's no business at night because we take over. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I like bowling. I like mm. the idea. Well, I know other resellers have done bowling. I know there's axe throwing, but I don't know if that's an event you can all hang out together.
0: Yes. I would Let's love do it. Let's do axe hand axe throwing. throwing.
1: Right, Hugo, you know what I'm talking about. So take notes. So no, that was a great meetup. Love that meetup. Love that. Hey, thank you. So we're at 65. Even though people left, some other people showed up or came back. Yeah. Hey, so there's this Heather person in there that says that she would love to be in San Francisco and maybe even go to Alaska for a meetup. Yeah. So it'll be me, you, Heather, and Allison in Alaska.
0: Let's do it. And I'll <laughs> bring my kayak because Allison at Big Drift Thrift mentioned uh taking taking a kayak trip up there.
1: I'll have to drop kayak wait. <laughs>
0: we hey, have it. you got to have a goal, man. Make It'll that your Tommy Boy status. If I go, right. make that your twenty twenty. <laughs> make it twenty twenty.
1: All right, hey, somebody said, can can you make it a segment called Pure Hustle or uh, Pure Orlando Hustle? Oh man, I don't even want to think about Bowling that. Bowling
0: for bolos. Like Bowling that.
1: for bolos.
0: That's nice. Yeah. If you get a strike, we'll give you a bolo. All right, hey,
1: here's another thing. So another new reseller topic. You call it reseller news. So did you know, eBay sold, is selling stuff up for four billion dollars. Whoa, so that's Who, a big who's buying it? Uh, it's some group. Hmm. I don't have I, I'll pull up now.
0: This. Now, the question I though, can pull is, up one second due to eBay. So, I mean, that's obviously going to be a huge uh influx of of capital, but they're also losing some capital and in, in, in the future capital, right? Whatever StubHub. Um, I, I don't go to a lot of shows. Is StubHub really that like is that what people use primarily? Oh, or I love StubHub. Okay,
1: I, th- so you know, when I need last minute you know, baseball tickets or concert tickets, or sometimes, you know, I'll do a little reselling. I'll buy tickets ahead of time, knowing that, you know, I'll be able to get good money and it'll pay for my hotel. It'll pay for my meal. It'll pay for everything. I'll buy tickets and I'll flip them on sub hmm. So now it's selling to the other big ticket group called, I think it's via Gogo. Hmm. I don't know. But so I was reading Motley Fool actually had, I keep reading Motley Fool. They have a lot of good stuff.
0: Yeah, man. If you want to learn about money and investment, Motley Fool is it's a good place to go.
1: So they were talking about how Not eBay eBay doesn't need the $4 billion. Like eBay is doing well financially now. So they're wondering what eBay is going to do. Now, that ties into our conspiracy episode because some people have some thoughts about, and we'll talk about in our conspiracy episode, so stay tuned. Hashtag
0: if, Devin didn't fire himself. <laughs>
1: if we make it. All right. But to me... that means their focus will be on the ebay marketplace so hopefully you know some of those 1990s pages will go away uh item specifics still there it's still an issue actually i had the other day i had to change my handling time again and i couldn't change it unless i changed item specifics on multiple items that that was bothered and i called concierge and this time they weren't able to help me like last time Hmm. so they actually directed me towards a third party kind of tool and so on so I don't know. I love eBay, but, you know, hopefully with that four bill (laughs) that they'll be able to, you know, ramp up some stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean,
0: that's a weird thing, too, is I'm I'm, I don't want to say I'm like I'm definitely not a financial expert by any means. I'm not a stock expert. Um, I've got a little bit of knowledge on, on, you know, capital that businesses have and what their equity is and things like that. But I've never actually done a lot of research into. How ebay is doing i just assume like i use it as a platform i don't own any stock in ebay or anything like that but it'd be interesting i mean it, when whenever there's a sell or a merge or anything like that it does make a, a significant difference um and there's probably going to be stockholders who are happy there's going to be some stockholders who are upset uh, part of it is going to be how is that money managed when it comes in is it going to be producing more money um or is it going to just water down those stocks and so yeah i mean it's it's an interesting thing about what's going to happen with that and uh you know hopefully is there any word is is ebay like have a have eyes on a new CEO, somebody who's going to lead them in the direction that that's going to be good for us? Not right now.
1: They they still have the interim CEO at the moment. So I think that he may be it, you know?
0: We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Mm, so I'm
1: not really sure. Uh, the other thing is somebody had asked, will eBay ever be glitch free? Mm. And uh, no. No. But eBay, if you know, you can Google eBay glitches and you'll get stuff from 2001, 2003, 4, 2007. Like Glitchgate has always been a part, but that's anybody. I always say this. Amazon has all kinds of glitches all the time. Poshmark has glitches. Etsy has glitches. Every platform will have glitches. So it's one of the things you just, you know, we got to figure out what to do. Now, the current, the interim CEO, which, hey, Scott, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast. It'd be awesome. So we we hear that you're very seller-based. So we'd love to have you on PHP. Let us know. Let Doug know. Doug Doug's always been an awesome person that we can contact about eBay stuff, Doug Smith. So mm-hmm. uh, his name is Scott. I'm going to mess up your name. Now he'll never go on the podcast. Scott Schninkel.
0: Did I say that right? Did that- yeah, Schninkel. anytime you want to
1: come on the podcast, <laughs> we'd love to have you on. I mess it up. It's like my last name gets butchered all the time. We're not gonna throw it out there right now. That's for another episode.
0: Ooh, that's a conspiracy. But uh it is Orlando's last name.
1: <laughs> but anyways, uh but hey, Scott, would love to have you on. Uh and you know, Harry Temkin, too. I'd love to have him on the podcast yeah. too. He was great. I think he was the VP of seller engagement. hmm And uh he was an awesome guy to talk to. So I'd love to have you on the podcast. Just throw it out there if you're watching, if you're in the chat, say what's up.
0: Yeah. So
1: not that, all right. Hey, maybe Devin's in the chat. You never know, right? Okay, so somebody just corrected me on the last name. See, I'm just done. All right. Somebody asked. Uh, Carolyn Grasso asked, "Do you do free shipping, free returns?" Yes, and yes.
0: I just but- do free returns. I don't do free. Oh well. Okay. Free returns. Does that imply that you're you're covering the shipping cost? Correct. Okay. I don't. I do sometimes free shipping. Thirty-day returns, but I don't do free. You do do free returns, right?
1: I do. Now here, let me talk about free shipping. I only do free shipping for first class, and that may be changing just because first class is almost at the rate of priority mail when it gets the higher weights. Hmm. It's about you know five something, which you can go padded for you know seven thirty-three. So it's getting up there. So I may go to charging shipping on everything, but you know eBay keeps saying that it pushes you higher in the algorithm. So for me. That's what eBay says. I want to get higher in the search. They don't say algorithm. They say higher in the search. But that's what I want. As far as free returns, I do because I want my my buyers to feel the safety and the comfort of knowing, hey, if they buy something and it doesn't work out, they're not going to get charged again to ship it back. So that's why I do it. And, you know, a lot of people fear this. And Mike will agree on this part that, you know, when you turn on that free returns or when you turn on returns, that it doesn't change how many returns you get as long as you're sourcing the right items.
0: did it go up for you yeah our returns did go up uh real okay. quick i'm going to talk about that but i just want to say uh kway shop um mentioned bought some duck decoys a estate sale today they're from the 1980s yeah duck decoy life for life nice
1: oh and that was wayne yeah. he wanted to let us know that he, that's his his youtube yeah so Welcome. okay talk to me about your okay. returns what so, happened with your returns? so
0: kind of two things on this idea of free returns and so or just returns in general to start with and i think i think there's a progression like some people they already have the business understanding uh of how ebay is going to be and for me ebay started off as a hobby not really a business and so the idea of returns was just like nope i don't want it right like unless like i messed up like if i told them it was something it wasn't like i'll do a return if something something was broken but i'm thinking like i'm not going to just be somebody's like you know loan program where they can just borrow something for a little while and then send it back to me. Um, And then I started to realize, okay, I need to make more sales. And there were a few times when I wanted to buy something on eBay and I would see sellers and I'd always choose the the one that had returns or free returns, right? Because to me, yeah, it's not just the safety thing, but it's the, I mean, I guess it is the safety thing. Like if this doesn't work, if this isn't the thing that I want it to be, I can return it. And I haven't returned any of those things that I bought that way. But then it got me thinking like, okay, I'm doing this is more than a hobby now, so I need to do returns. Uh, plus, you get buyer protection. You don't have to do free returns in order to get the buyer protection. You just have to do the 30-day returns. Uh, but th- I would say I have gotten more returns. I've gotten more things that have gone out and come back. However, the increase in sales that I've had since kind of switching to this model has more than compensated for that. So okay, it, so it, it's worth it. All right, Yep. Yeah.
1: Now, John Carlson brings up a good point. He says on here, you need seller paid returns to get that top seller plus. Mm. Right. So and, and I agree. I'll even and I'll even pay for a return even when it's their fault. I go to that level because I'm always a believer. If I can get a customer or a buyer, whatever you want to call them, to want to come back because their experience was so good to me, that $10 I lose to gain maybe 50 or whatever later on. It's completely worth it to me. So that's just my angle on it. I've had plenty of people come back because they really appreciate the fact that I accepted return without an issue. I covered the return. And then later on, they're like, Hey, thank you so much. You know what? I I'm also interested in this other item and I've made another sale. So it's just something to think about.
0: Um, Heather mentioned our returns went up on clothes. That's for sure. hundred yeah. percent. That's but clothing the one. is
1: the one that will, you'll always get returned.
0: It's crazy. I mean, I get it. Like the, you know, when you buy something, I'd say that's probably the number one thing I return, right? Like you buy something in a store, it doesn't fit, you take it back. It just stinks when you're dealing with like, you finally sold that, that sweater for 50 bucks and you're like excited to have the sale. And then two days later they, they want to send it back. And it's only because like beautiful sweater, loved it. Um, didn't fit. And it's like, it's, how do you not know your size? But at the same time, you know, we do the same thing. Oh, okay. so. I'll tell you my pain.
1: So do you remember that, uh, Japanese baseball team hat that I sold for $81. Did you see that on Instagram? Mm-hmm. It's getting returned to everyone. Ooh. They said it was too small. This is a vintage hat. It was an $81 sale. It was like 75, no $70 net profit. It's coming back to me. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's now coming home. it will sell again. And I have new keywords for it. Cause one of my good friends reminded me on Instagram that, uh, Mr. Baseball. That was the team that Tom Selleck helped. I didn't know that. Did you watch huh, that movie uh-uh. ever? I've never watched that movie. Now I'm gonna watch it, but I didn't know that Magnum PI was not only good for Hawaiian shirts, but also for selling baseball hats. Yeah. So, so thank you, Tom.
0: Uh, so we have a uh, somebody. Gina said uh, the cell protection is not worth it in their their opinion. Um, Yeah. I mean, that, that might be the case for you. Like if you don't feel like it's worth it, uh, there's been a handful of times where the cell protection has definitely come in handy when it comes to things like negative reviews or things like that. And that's one of the things too, is you might increase your returns. And we had one, uh, one item, we sold a fax machine and it had a phone with it and all this stuff. And we sold it to this person and it was a long ordeal of them saying like, it was beautiful. It It was new in box, but they said the phone part didn't work. And it was an old like fax machine. They wanted to replace their old one. And they're like, it might just be the battery in the phone. And we're like, well, do you want to try the battery in the phone thing? And they were kind of not being difficult, but they didn't want to. They they went out and bought another phone. They were like, the fax works, but I went out and bought this phone and they gave us the receipt of the phone and it was like $50 and they had this long explanation of it was Black Friday and these are the only ones they had in the store and they needed it. And so we were like, it was like a $140 sale and we're like, okay, we can either take this return or we could just pay them whatever they paid for their phone and and it was 50 bucks that we paid took off of of their price we refunded them $50 but to us it was like we're paying $50 to not get a negative feedback and we got a great feedback of wonderful seller they did and so sometimes you almost think about it like that like you're buying with refunds it's like you're paying from your net profit potentially in order to keep that good feedback which in the long run might be worth more so you
1: got to you have to think macro yeah I always think macro on those and it hurts. Trust me. I just gave a return on something that I truly believe the guy broke. Mm. I, I mentioned that two podcasts ago, the train, the, the crane that the guy said was broken in shipping. I think the guy didn't know how to open the package. It just broke it. broke it. I mean, the best one ever was somebody had messaged me and said, "Hey, I really want a refund. I ended up cutting the shirt accidentally while unpackaging am packaging it. It's your fault. Please refund me.
0: I'm like, no, no, you... No, you got to put a sticker on that, like, has like a knife, like crossed <laughs> yes. off, like, do not stab the box and 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 hack it like it's a you're carving a Thanksgiving turkey in order to open it. Gently open the box. All right. Hey,
1: uh, so I uh, let us know if you have any more questions. Uh, if Somebody said uh, Chris L said people always say too small, but they just run too big. That may be true. You never know. So. All right. Hey, do you know, eBay? on their tech blog announced that they're doing what they announced at ebay open the buy it again so if you guys are trying to figure out what that means is that kind of like on amazon you know you buy something and then it keeps it yep. and you can buy it from that exact same you know third party or from amazon well ebay is going to have that so it's a great time for replenishables which yep. we don't have we don't do replenishables yet but hey maybe there's a few
0: of them i've been thinking about potentially breaking into it's it's you've got to find that right niche but I mean, that would be the dream is if you can have replenishables and returning customers.
1: Yeah. And and I look at this and I go, this, this will be amazing because, you know, right now, here's a problem. So, for example, right now, I found uh, an item that I would love to have sold on eBay, but I know that it will sell a lot faster on Amazon because the same people that are looking for it on Amazon are going to consistently look at my, you know, my Amazon listing, right? Where... If they go to eBay, you know it's gonna be crowded with everybody else. But if you just buy it once for, from me on eBay, starting in 2020, they'll come right back to me, yep. right? So hey, just you know maybe something that to plan for and, and, and I say make arrangements, but you know keep in the back of your mind because I think that's gonna be awesome, awesome. and and maybe it may not be just awesome for replenishables. Maybe awesome for other type of items like let's say. You during a certain time of years have seasonal stuff, or maybe you have certain kind of attire that people need. You may be that go to person they keep going back to yeah. instead of just searching or using the left
0: scroll bar, they just go to buy it again. Yep. That's good. So. so, we got Mountain Man Treasure said, found one today. Mike will appreciate near complete dark. Tower. Ooh, I don't nice. know if I appreciate it. I, I, I'm a little jealous. I'm not, I, I, my envy is really big right now because that is like the holy grail of board games. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. You did it, man. You made it. You can, uh, if you want, you can just donate it to Pure Russell Podcast and uh, we'll play it live on the air and it'd be great. I've never played Dark Tower. I have never seen
1: that. Have you seen a live Dark dark Tower in person? Not in person. I've never seen one in person. So hats off to you. That is awesome. All right. The last thing I want. Hey, I wanted to talk about seller protections because this actually happened. So, you know, we've talked about before about don't ever change the address. When people request, like, for instance, somebody buys something, then they message you after the fact. They're like, hey, can you change the address and send it here or whatever? You're not supposed to do that, right? eBay policy says that they won't protect you, and PayPal will not protect you if you do. You have to cancel the transaction, have them change it on their end, and then repurchase, which is a huge hassle. But I'll give you an example of why it's worth doing. So today is December 8th. On December 6th, I had a case open on PayPal, get this, for an item that a teacher bought for a classroom back in August, and they claimed it was an unauthorized transaction. What? Okay, now here's the crazy thing, few things here. Number one, this is a teacher, and I know because of their email address, so it was the dot, ed, us, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so number one, okay... This was was a STEM robot. Mm. So it was for educational purposes. Number two, you bought this in August. So you obviously bought it for school, right? I'm an administrator. I know these things. I was a teacher. I know these things. Number three, you bought this in August. Why are you opening a claim on me? Did they not like put in their check request and get reimbursed? Like, I don't know what the deal was. But let's say, for example, this teacher had said, you know what? Can you send it to this address? And I sent it to a different address. Had this claim been brought to me months later, they could have claimed, see the address? They sent it to another address. It's not my address on file. It was an unauthorized transaction and I would have lost the case. But instead, PayPal today said, congratulations, whatever in their language, and said, you have nothing to worry about. You are the right in this case. This case has been resolved. Thank you.
0: And and to be honest, you've got to realize that people make mistakes too. There's been times where like I've looked at my bank account or my wife looks and it's like, I think this is fraud. Like I didn't buy anything. And then it takes a while to realize like, oh yeah, it was that one purchase. And, and so somebody might've just really legitimately been like, I, I didn't know, but it's good to know that you're, you're covered on PayPal that, right? Somebody,
1: thanks Chris. You have to be careful with those teachers. Now, Hugo's oh, mentioned- Really
0: quick, before we, <laughs> before we do that, um, we've got some chat in the, in the chat, some chatter going on about smashing that like button. That oh, yeah. would be great. Please. If you're watching right now on YouTube, um, there's 65 people watching live right now. If you would all just hit that like button, the thumbs up button. Now. Yeah. So hit that thumbs up button. Um, that would be great. Also hit the little bell. So if you're already subscribed, if you don't hit the bell, the subscription actually doesn't do anything for you. But if you hit the bell, you'll get email notifications or notifications on your app when we, we drop it, drop,
1: drop the new tune.
0: Yeah. That's right. Drop the new flow when our when our new when our new beat comes out. It's gonna be legit. <laughs> Some people actually said they would listen to that while sourcing. Heck yeah, uh, <laughs> It's pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> All right, so so hey, that's that's not, not my rant. That was my topic on hey because Hugo says you know I, I we were talking about this last week. We had two cases just open just like that. They wait ninety days for the transaction so that eBay info gets cleared. Right. And it's true because then uh, this transaction, I actually tried to go back to it and I couldn't go back to it because mm. so long ago. Now, PayPal luckily had it, but even on PayPal, it's kind of iffy because you click on the link and it, you know, you get some jumbled up stuff because it's pretty old. So, again, you know, you want to go that extra mile, but and you want to avoid that hassle, but sometimes it's just worth it to do it right because in the end, I would have lost out on another $63 plus shipping and the item would not never come back to me. So, Just be aware with those seller protections.
0: All right. Are we ready for uh, maybe some bolos? Is it already that time? I think so. All right. Let's hit that one more time. I don't know if if the volume is good enough on that. Here we go. Let's try it. This is live.
1: I just have my one quick move. My little backup move the the cholo dance lean with it rock with it lean with it rock with it so all right hey by the way we want to answer more questions if you have questions we're willing to stop whatever we're talking about answer those questions because hey we love engaging with all of you we love having this discussion we appreciate all 60 70 80 of you that have been here with us we are so grateful (laughs) somebody (laughs) said i like that beat but i wish it was three seconds
0: longer hey maybe we can make that happen yeah Send in, send in some soundboards to us. Send in y- you saying Bolo, and I'll mix it up. And maybe it even makes it into our next wrap.
1: There you go. Hey, somebody had said, uh, JB Flip says, you guys touch those KFC chicken logs. Do you know what he's talking about? Got no clue. So there's these th- these uh, logs that you burn in a fireplace, but they're KFC. And they have all like the... Do they
0: smell like biscuits and gravy? Ha- and- I'm not sure. Coke it has all the and-
1: seasonings. But I, ha- I saw it on an IG story. I have not touched them at all. Uh, but they're going for like 180 bucks or something like that. So definitely a bolo right now. I don't know how much is out there. Here's the thing: I am finding this Q4. I went after one bolo and that one, like you know, the bolo that a lot of people thought. Well, okay, maybe me and like three other people, but
0: that's a lot. You know, but it's gonna, to none.
1: But it's gonna burn me now. I will say my strength is not those high hot items. Because, or maybe they are, because I have one right now that's a few years after the fact that's happening. But um, I, that, I'm not going to mention that again. But, uh, you know, some people are really good. There's some people out there that are just awesome at, like, getting that intel. So I know Ikea had, like, some Mona Lisa stuff that came out. I know, you know, those Nike shoe drops, all those things. Those aren't my strengths. I don't think they're my, your strengths either, Mike. I think we're both, like, vintage treasure hunters whatever you want to call it like we like looking for items that way but you know part of those groups is they're paid groups and so the people that really are good at those things they show you and they tell you how to do it so it may not hurt to join one of those groups but you know i've considered that for a moment just because i'm always i'm always last Mm. like it's hardly ever that whenever i've had a hot item it's because i accidentally showed up somewhere And I'm like, oh, what's everybody, you know, fussing about?
0: Hey, but going back to our richest man in Babylon, it's not, it's not luck or even accident. It's, it's opportunity. It's seizing opportunities because you're constantly doing it, right? Like,
1: yeah. No, yeah. Okay, so JB Flip said, bought four, listed them today, so three at forty-eight dollars each. Wow. So the, and that's the other thing. Prices drop, Mm. right? Because as demand drops, and the other thing I worry about those things, I've had it before where they sell like for a ton of money, but within a week. People get buyer's remorse and then they want that return. Right. You know, and then it gets kind of sketchy. But hey, good for you, JB Flips. That is awesome. So somebody said, I like the bins.
0: Mike, did you ever do the bins? Um, I have not done the bins for two reasons. Um, the first reason is just timing wise and my location. It's actually not that close.
1: And it's terrible here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Orlando has scared me away from the bins by giving me horror stories of our bins. Now, from what I hear and what I've seen in other places that are amazing. So not, I'm not saying that the San Diego bins are are bad because i'm sure that
1: the i'm saying they're bad okay
0: they're bad that's that just, is what it is it's it's, the now, word i speak Orlando out of one spoken.
1: experience one but is enough for me to say i'm not going back and you know what other resellers will appreciate my comments because they don't want more people there so there you go
0: yeah.
1: hey somebody from mount helix says what's up hey what's going on cyberspace immortality evolution thanks for saying hi yo so, hey, if we ever run to you, run into you, say, say hi. I want to see who is behind that avatar name.
0: Yeah. That's a legit name. Cyberspace.
1: Immortality. The immortality
0: evolution. I feel like you got to say it like, like that.
1: All right. Okay, so bolos. Okay, I'll share my bolo real quick. Now,
0: my bolo last time was super generic. It was heavier jackets. It, this is like an Orlando bolo. Stuff that sells. You should really go into like a thrift store or garage sale and buy things that you can sell on eBay. That's a bolo. That's
1: true. That is true. I do that sometimes. Now, I'm gonna share another generic one, but this is because what I'm finding is hot. So, what I'm loving right now, and I hope I don't sound arrogant when I say this. So check me if I am okay. But I feel like I really know my stuff when it comes to leather jackets. As far I don't as I like, know anything vintage. about
0: leather jackets, I need to I need to pick your brain. Okay, but for instance,
1: I have picked up a lot of leather jackets lately. That have not had comps, or like they've been comps, but they've been different than the one I picked up. Hmm. Right. And I go, you know what? I think somebody's going to buy this just because of the color and design. And I've been right 100% of the time lately. Hmm. Now I got some other things I'm waiting to sell. But so I say this because lately what I've noticed is that off color leather jackets are kind of what people are looking for to a certain point. Hmm. So, for instance, I just sold a Harley one that was orange and beige and black. Now, it wasn't like it didn't look like it was just it was a totally different. And you'll see that on I don't know if I, I haven't posted. I did an IG story. I'll probably post it on the feed in a few days on Instagram. But it was one of those jackets. There were absolutely no comps. It was distressed. Uh, the only other people I've seen is the people on the IG story and and Hugo seen it. Uh, and so. <clears throat> I picked up this jacket and I go, this is definitely not like your normal black leather Harley jacket. And I think this is going to sell. And sure enough, it took, you know, two or three months, but it sold. I picked up another uh, Polo Ralph Lauren leather jacket. Totally unique. No comps. Still haven't found any. But it had like this tiger and it had like orange, kind of like (laughs) if they're directing traffic, kind of orange on the sleeves. Like reflective and, yeah ref- yeah it's kind of reflective and it's not a it wasn't like a riding jacket and i paid i want to say i gotta look up the ig story but i want to say i paid 25 and i sold that one for uh 200 the other day right and i also sold another a, another jacket like so those football jackets that have like vibrant colors like those sell too so keep an eye like sometimes you know we always say ugly sells usually it does but not always so it just it has to be the right kind of Especially ugly if it's sweaters if it's around sweaters. this time of year yeah true 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 but be you know don't always look for those black leather jackets look for those different color vibrant leather jackets because kind of like the 80s and 90s trends it, it's it, i think it's back it's back with football stuff it's back with you know with harley stuff it's back you know if you want to talk about you know, different brands like and I wouldn't say pick up a bugle boy leather jacket. OK, I don't know about that, but different brands that are out there like Jordash and Guess. You know, if you see something unique like that, even if you don't find comps and you get it at the right price, I would definitely recommend picking that up again. There's a disclaimer. You never know. But I'm saying that lately I've noticed that people are looking for those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So that is my out there bolo. I like it. All right, Hey, I want to there's somebody said something interesting here in the chat. Somebody, oh, there you go. Got a little Einstein's rocket ship at the bins and just sold it for $125. Yeah, I put that up on the screen a little bit ago. What? Little Einstein's? That's the hustle of the week. Take a rocket ship. Anyways, I know the whole song because of my kids. Mm, I don't know. It. Are people like who? Okay, but do you, people still watch Little Einstein's? I guess with Disney Plus, Little Einstein's is coming back? Hey, I don't know.
0: Old is new, man. Do you know what, I'm, you know what Little well. Einstein's is? No clue.
1: Okay, yeah, your kids, your, your your son was born like two years ago. Yep, mine's eight. Mm-hmm. So okay, all right, uh, Bolo, um, let's, okay, do you want to share your somebody? Wait, let's read another comment.
0: Here's my mom jeans and members only leather jackets rock for sure.
1: Yes, let show. Mom jeans are definitely, and I I've kind of seen that like jeggings and leggings are kind of going away now. Anyways, but I'm not a fashionista.
0: Yeah, I mean that that I mean we're we're seeing a, a move back towards like the eighties, right? As far as like the what's what's or nineties, I'm sorry. The 80s was a few years ago. Do you remember
1: the SNL mom jeans commercial? Uh-huh. Oh, it's so good. I wish you could play. It is incredible. If you've seen that one, do some, you know, laughing emojis because that is one of the best SNL
0: ads. I'll have to watch it. Uh, but yeah, so nineties stuff's coming back. I mean, pretty much if you want to know what's in, go watch Save by the Bell or Baywatch or whatever, right? And the the clothes that they're wearing they're not wearing clothes on b-watch i don't know i mean you know (laughs) what i'm saying well say by the bell we'll go with that one all right i feel like i mean it was crazy because it wasn't that long ago when i was still working at a high school now i work at at a junior high but i was working at a high school and we went on like a senior trip and because we were a uniform school and everyone wore uniforms like i didn't get to see the fashion that kids were really wearing except for like socks that was how they expressed themselves but then when it was like free dress and the things they'd wear i'm like you're like wearing fanny packs and literally dressing like like it's the 90s. Like it's crazy that mm-hmm. that's back. But so, yeah, keep an eye out on that. I mean, it's it's great for resellers when old stuff like that comes back because that's the stuff that's, you know, just like crazy in thrift stores, except for people start going. You know, you see kids going to thrift stores until it becomes popular for new companies to to make those.
1: Nice. Somebody just said, oh, who is that? Somebody just said they, they know. Oh, Gary, Gray, Gray D says LOL orlando last kid is hilarious that it is and I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere uh somebody just said just found a baywatch crew jacket at the thrift I've seen those I wonder if I should have picked that up I don't know I've seen I've seen some of those on there so I didn't know if it was like generic uh I'm trying there's a comment in here that I really enjoyed that I wanted to share and I can't remember oh somebody did ask what is the number to call to leave a voicemail for the PHP phone line hey so Real quick, it's 619-738-1170. It's 619-738-1170. I've already shared with you guys that we're on social. We're also so cast on Twitter. Down below is a donation button, but you don't need to worry about that. You can just drop us a super chat if you want. Thank you to all of you that already have. We really appreciate that. Uh, but you know what? We always want to give you guys free content because we appreciate all of you. Now, yeah. in the future, we, we may do some kind of, kind of free. Just, hey, you want to help us out membership? We're not going to provide anything extra. We're going to keep providing free. But if you just want to support us, we may have that in the in the future.
0: Yeah, we're kind of thinking just a, and, and this is just rough. We're, we're we need super rough. We're going to be having Mike.
1: Mike gave me the look. Like, yeah. what are you talking about. We're,
0: we're going to be having like a, a sit down kind of, twenty twenty vision. <laughs> See what I did there. Twenty twenty vision nice. uh, for Pure podcast. But yeah, we're thinking of like doing a Pure podcast partner program. Uh, where if you sign up for it for like a monthly just donation to help keep us going, uh, we'll give you like an initial like here's here's like a, a really cool mug or a shirt or something extra that just says thanks for being a partner. Uh, but our, our goal is to not have like a kick or not Kickstarter, but to have a Patreon or something where if you pay extra, we'll give you extra. We want if we get enough money coming in that we just give extra. Like we're just going to give everybody extra. Uh, we want to keep providing better content, more content. Uh, and we don't want anybody to feel like you have to pay to get it. Uh, but if you feel like you've received some value we truly truly appreciate you uh you know with those donations that support that sponsorship that really helps um also leaving a those likes uh, hitting subscribe hitting the the bell button um and especially for the podcast side going onto itunes leaving us review those things are even more than money help us out so we really really appreciate that
1: so very different model very unorthodox Our goal is to continue on with our mission statement to help you level up your standard of living and not take away from your standard of living. But as your standard of living goes up, help us out on that journey and we'll help more people keep leveling up. We never, never want to be those people that say, hey, here's a course or here's not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's just not our thing. So we just want to always be free. Always, 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 always. And so if we can pay it forward through you guys paying it forward to us and we can pay it forward to others, that is our ultimate goal.
0: Somebody here asked, do we respond or recognize emails? We do. Um, emails is probably the, the slowest one to us. For it us really to get is. Back to. Yeah. Uh, just to be honest, we love the phone calls. We, we try and play those on. I wish we got more. Um, is that
1: somebody that emailed us and we haven't gotten it, it back to really I hope not. Be. I'm sorry.
0: E- emails are hard because because it's our PRS podcast email. Every time we get like a YouTube subscriber, or every time something happens like on the internet like we get so many emails that aren't listener emails that it's difficult to like filter through what's what. Um, so we do respond to them when we can, uh, but you know, social media is sometimes a little bit quicker, um, and phone calls are obviously great. So thank you for that. <laughs> I
1: love- Joshua Bar- Bergen said, "It's like pl- public radio." Let me get that tote bag.
0: Nice. Right, somebody Peach. here. But I've gotten two ching since you've been on. Would it be a problem to stay on all night? Hey, hey, this is a conspiracy, right? When you're listening to Pierce's podcast, you just make more money. That's how it works. <laughs> hey,
1: thank you both. Thank you, Joshua, for your comments. And, uh, you know, PHP, we could, well, see, we'd be, Rally Roots has their like, you know, reselling toe. Maybe I have some, I have some plans in the works. It just, all these things take money. That's the only problem, right? Cause you got to private label them and then you got to, you know, sort it out. But we do have more merch coming in the future. We just want to make it the right merch. We still have our shirts, which we need to restock. We've just been super busy. We actually had somebody buy a shirt the other day. Did you see that? Yeah. So appreciate all your support. Thank you so much.
0: So right. Are you ready for my bolo?
1: Oh, yeah. All we're right. having such a great time with the audience. I just was kind of like, oh, we're. Here. I can feel like we're at dinner.
0: You see this? You see this right here? This right here.
1: Wait, I want to see the story that shall not be name tag. That's what I want to see
0: on the other end. There Boom, go. two pieces. Here's the other one. Bam. Um, Anyways, I was when I was at the the thrift store the other day, uh, at the store that should not be named. I was almost done. I'm looking through, and you had actually said something to me when we, when I first started reselling, and you made a comment about bookends. And for a while, you did pretty good with bookends. I did for a while. Yeah. And, and so, I don't normally pick up bookends. I don't even normally look at them. But there was a handful, and I was. I don't even normally look at books, uh, but because I, I was trying to clear the store out. I'm like, I've only got one store. I'm going to scan every square inch. So I looked at all of the books. I'm trying to find like any textbooks or anything. And I picked up like three or four books that are going to be able to sell and make, you know, five to $10 profit each, which is nice. Right. Like when it's just like, Oh, easy money, easy money. And I see these bookends and there was actually like three or four different bookends that were there, but I see these ones and they just looked so cool because they're like a book, right? Like in a book and a book. And they're heavy, and I picked it up. I'm like, "Wow, this is like solid brass. Like this thing is heavy, heavy, heavy." And the brand is PM Craftsman. See if I can get that on the screen there. Uh, Maybe not. It might not. There we go. PM Craftsman. Um, I looked it up, and these are selling anywhere from like forty to fifty bucks or more. Um, And you know, I paid up a little bit for them, but um, it's just one of those things. Like this is something that I think a lot of people would would sleep on, not even look at, especially because these these types of things sometimes end up in like the knickknack area, and when you're dealing with tons of mugs and tons of random stuff, you often don't even look there. Uh, but this might be a nice $30 profit um, and quick, easy, and it looks cool. So it might end up on my shelf until it sells. So. so
1: I'll add to that. So, bookends, there's money to be made on bookends. My recommendation is the heavier the bookend, usually the more money you'll make on it because the lighter bookends are usually chintzy and cheap. And who wants a bookend that's light? Yeah. Right? You're going to put your books and it's just going to slide over and get destroyed. And here's the other beauty of bookends is that, you know, if you have a library, you can just keep them in your library till they sell, right? So you can utilize them at the same time. But uh, yeah, I you know, I felt like bookends was going to be my niche, like back in the day. Like I kept selling it and then it, I just kind of slowed down. But yeah, I haven't looked at them in a while, but if you find the unique ones, you get them at the right price and they're heavy, it's definitely worth it. Hey, how's it going, Martha? Thanks for joining us, Martha Walters, yeah. longtime supporter of PHP from day one. So appreciate you getting on the live. Appreciate that. Hey, Somebody had asked about light box, so we're not trying to be scammy, but the, <laughs> but the light box we use is actually in our link below, it's in our Amazon affiliate link, which will make a you know few pennies on or dollars. I don't know what it is. Uh, but we actually own three of those. Yep. You have one, and I have two of those. Actually, I own three of them.
0: You own too many light, you're taking like a lot of pictures. Of no, light, I, had right? like... helpers... <laughs> I had two
1: helpers that's because I had two helpers at one time, so they each had their own light box, and then I had my own. So I only have one. I'm down to one helper now, and I have those two light boxes. So, so your employee, mm-hmm. uh,
0: you just got one employee now. No, I, Assistant.
1: I, I moved on. Hmm. So it just it happens. But, um, <clears throat> anyways, what I was gonna say is, those are the light boxes that we use it, that we uses that we use, and they're great. They've been awesome, sturdy. You know, the only down of them is that they can get dirty if you're using vintage items. So you got to use like a magic eraser or disinfectant wipes. So that, that works.
0: I've Seen a lot of people mentioning ashtrays, which is interesting. Um, huh. I've never even looked at ashtrays, so there you
1: I, go. I don't I don't think I've ever seen an ashtray in a thrift store. Yeah, or maybe I haven't Maybe, maybe you're maybe, not looking. Well, I, yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe I'm not looking. So all right. Any other questions? Uh let's see here, real quick, before we keep moving on. All right, I don't see any questions. Mike loves his books. Yes, he does. Uh, let's see what else I hear. Oh, salt and pepper shakers. You saw some salt and pepper shakers, uh-huh. haven't you, Mike? Yep. Okay, so let's talk about what we are looking forward to. What are you looking forward to, Mike?
0: Hmm, that's a good question. Um, okay, so two things. One is finishing going through my store. Um, if, you, if you weren't listening at the beginning, I started going through and replacing the first picture of all of my items with a, a complete cutout picture. So what I'm doing is I'm putting the image onto remove.bg uh, so it's a website and it's so easy to do. And it's, there's only been like a handful of things where it messes it up and you can kind of fix it. Those ones I've just been like, whatever, maybe I fix it, maybe I don't. But it, it's almost instantaneous. It picks out the background. If you, I, I take it in the light box, but then for the first one I'm removing, and it, it's just making the front of my store, the, the facing items just look that much better. So until we have that, you know, beta remove background that ebay's talking about so i'm looking forward to just getting that done because it's kind of easy it's actually kind of therapeutic to just it's like a few buttons to push and then re-upload and then the other thing i'm looking forward to is i want to go through my inventory i've got over 500 items in my store now and congratulations by thank the way. You, thank you that's, that's huge yeah i mean it's been a little Take while a little bit. yeah it's been a little while that i've been at 500 mm-hmm. um I, I didn't mention it Um, there's sometimes i even still feel like a little bit like I'm doing a podcast, I should be so much more than that. But you know, with the style of selling I'm doing, it's fine. Like 500 is good. Um, so I've been at 500 for a few months now, or a couple of months now. And one of the things that I want to do is I want to go back through and look at all of my inventory because once you have that many, sometimes you forget what you have mm-hmm. and what you paid for with things. And some things are sitting, and maybe prices have changed, and I'm i have I'm priced too high and I'm not competitive anymore. And so I want to go through some of the older stuff that I have, uh, try out a few auctions, and just see if I can flush out. I'm sure I've got at least 50 items that like I can just flush out, maybe either make my money back, do a stop loss thing, or just make a little bit of money, get it out of here, get that capital back and reinvest and stuff. Because I've learned a lot, right? So in the last year and a half, I probably wouldn't pick up certain things and I would have picked up other things. And so now with that knowledge, I can recoup some of that initial capital um, or even make a little bit of profit off of it. And then, so yeah, I guess just going through my store, cleaning it up a little bit and, and having a good 20s Nice. Hey,
1: can you throw that comment by Better Barbie? Thank you so much, Better Barbie, for asking everybody to do that up on the screen. Yeah, smash that so, like button. So really appreciate that. Thank you, Better Barbie. And uh how's your brand uh education going? Have
0: you been able to learn
1: a little bit more? My what? Yeah, talked oh. about
0: a couple podcasts ago, grooming um, that a little bit. Not as much as I would like to. Um My my sourcing has still been so much hard goods, and I I, I've I've been wanting love hard goods though. It's not even so much that I love hard goods; it just it's I already know it, so it's easier. So when I walk into a thrift store, I I spend less time because I know the hard goods stuff better. I would have to spend more time. So um, just to be honest, I need to do a little bit more research on on clothing brands, but I would love to see my store shift more towards clothing, uh, just because of ease of shipment, storage. Um, all of that hard goods just take up a lot more space and and, and things like that. So and maybe, one of
1: the tips I recommend is finding somebody's store who, you know, sells good items. Like mm-hmm. you see them on Instagram or whatever, find their store. And, you know, some people might, may not like this advice, but this is how I learned. And I just followed that store and I would, every so days I'd go check their sold and see what's
0: sold and yeah. see how much it sold. See for. what they're picking up. Yeah. I mean, there's no, no better way than kind of imitating the best, right. And doing what they're doing. And so yeah, I mean, we already do that when we're researching, we'll filter things. And so, yeah, if you have a few stores that you know that, hey, this person is successful, um, especially with the type of selling we're doing, it's not like we're just picking up, like like you said, Nike drops or whatever, right? Like, we're you have to still go out and search for it. Oh, and it's for tough. It.
1: it doesn't matter. It, like, people all the time go, hey, Orlando, and we don't share our store publicly, but let's say somebody were to share mine, uh, find mine and and see my sold, like, it wouldn't bother me because... Getting some of the items I'm able to come across like you, you know, they're very rare. Right. You know, I mean, not, yeah. not super rare, but
0: the knowledge is useful, but it's not like an instant. They're going to crash the market. Yeah, so, correct. So. Yeah. Somebody asked, what was the name of the app that I'm using for those pics? Um, it's not an app. It's actually just a website. Um, I use the website on my phone, so I do it all on my phone. I snapshot the picture of my of the, the item and I kind of crop it down and then I go to it's remove and like not a sponsor, I'm sure there's other sites that are better or just as good, that's the one I'm using and you just click upload item and it instantly, and, and it's almost flawless, like I said, it goes through and it scans the picture and it shows you and then it creates a, a cutout of the picture like a PNG and then I just add a white background instead of it being, because if you upload the PNG onto eBay, it'll have a black background, which is not what you want. So I, I have a, another picture that's just a white, pure white picture i use as the background and it helps a lot nice and there's other stuff out there there's photo
1: fuse and there's other apps too out there that will help you do the same so and hopefully ebay will eventually you know beta stop you know stop with the beta and just roll it out to everybody so i'm looking forward to that uh (laughs) everyone who buys from me i look to see if they have items for sale and look at their items very interesting useful you know what that's great advice thank you carolyn yeah definitely or Carolina, hopefully I said it right, whichever way I said it. But yes, I've Carolina. done that. I've done that myself because you know, actually, the other day uh, Hugo will, will testify to this. Uh, and Something testify. we should click that he had an item that he had put up, and somebody offered him fifty percent, and it was a nice item. And he looked at what that person had, and sure enough, they're a reseller. They're mm-hmm. probably trying to buy that item to flip it, right? So, so that does happen at times. So, all right, what, what are you ha- looking forward to? <laughs> more fba shipments are you looking forward to more fba shipments or is that just what
0: your life looks I, like going so
1: forward? i'm I lo- i'm loving the hustle like i love it like i i'm exhausted i'm tired you know i'm beat we have our live which i was looking forward to all day and i'm kind of sad that you know in a few minutes we're going to be done yeah.
0: back no we're back okay we're back. so all if
1: you're right. on the podcast hey guys i don't know if you caught what happened hopefully you're all there if you're all there please give us a thumbs up please let us know that we're back, oh, we're, back. we're back we're back okay
0: yeah so sorry about that, that but here's the technology think right? of
1: the irony it just what just happened i just said mike hey what if we did a marathon episode and you your eyes got really big and you looked, and it's like mike had these jedi mind tricks and shut down the stream that's right we, the mike, dark mind side power. of mike showed up how, how does that happen? So anyways, that's just crazy. So I don't know. I just or like we have a listing party. A listing party? Like we're doing the podcast. Like we have mics on on us. And I'm just thinking out loud. It's alive. We have mics on us and we're taking pictures and listing while doing the podcast as a marathon. Like you're working with us. How do you, What do you think about that, Mike? What do you guys think about that? That, in sounds, the chat? Terrible.
0: that sounds terrible. It sounds terrible.
1: I, w- I want to see the thumbs up or for that. No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Anyways. All right. Hey, so here's the thing. So Amazon's doing really well. I'm spending less than I did last year, and I'm making more money than I did last year. And the other part of it is is I feel like I haven't sent in enough. So I'm kind of – this is one of the issues that you never – with when you do Amazon FBA, you never feel like you sent in enough. You get to the end. You're like, yes, you're happy with what you made. But you're like, I could have done more. And right now I feel like I've, I could have done more. So I'm going to push hard all the way through the 12th, try to send in as much stuff as I can. The other thing is BOLOs has shifted. So there's certain stores that are carrying new items as we speak right now that are BOLOs that I want to send in before others do and make a quick profit on those items. And so that's that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Um Steve Reagan said he did that one time and it was a success. See? See? There's nothing new under the sun, right? And, That's right. And Orlando's not crazy. So Well, <laughs> I don't know if you could draw that conclusion from that comment. I, well, you know. Anyways, all right. And the other thing is I want to ramp up eBay. I, I seriously have two bags full of vintage clothing, like nice Harley stuff, some Carhartt gear, all this stuff that I have not touched. I have not touched eBay stuff in two weeks. So i'm looking forward to getting all that listed once this whole you know last big push for amazon takes place mm. so that's kind of what i'm looking forward to okay mike sounds kind of sad yeah we're at the end of our show we don't have to end it on that note though look it we have balloons we're at a hundred we're at a hundred Okay, you know we got we have to celebrate these balloons. Are, are we time. good? Is your 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 stream doesn't show us like. I, I oh, my stream's at... been been frozen forever. Oh, okay. Don't worry about that. Everybody else is there with us. So, hey, we want to thank you all. Thank you all for the support from day one. We appreciate all of you, and uh, we're just thankful for the fact that you guys came on the live. You stayed on live with us. You follow us on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or Twitter. You listen to us on the podcast, you write us reviews, man. We appreciate your love. So thanks for being with us. Hope you're having a great end to Q4. We'll catch up again on next episode. With that being said, make sure to be real, be relevant and be reselling.